Hi everyone and welcome to a new game of The Changing Tabletop. Um, this is going to be kind of unconventional because um, this is not a Sophie and Pudding thing. Uh, a peculiar changeling um, was the one that wrote this whole adventure, organized it, got everything set up for it, did an incredible job DMing for us. Um, it is a, a short little four episode narrative with um, some kind of ABDL personalities um, and no one else actually from our household other, other than me, Sophie, and Kimmy. Me, Sophie, as in like me, I am Sophie, me, comma, Sophie, uh, comma, and Kimmy, but that also sounds like it's me and so Okay, listen, I'm Sophie, me and Kimmy are on this episode, but um, per Peculiar Changeling was the one that did all of the work and um, you should support him at patreon.com slash peculiar changeling. In addition, um, other people that you're going to hear on this episode on, the, on this arc um, are Person Alias, who is a writer of uh, things that people really like, such as Dante's Infanzia and Unfair. Um, also a writer with um, Piece of Soap on Perpetual Change. And you can find him at patreon.com slash person alias. Additionally, we also have Juicebox, who uh, does uh, the cover art for pretty much everything for uh, Sophie and Pudding, and um, is an incredible artist, has done a lot of ABDL art, and you can find him at patreon.com slash juiceboxart. Another player is Hoff Bondage, who is the artist for Under Lock and Key, as well as a lot of other ABDL art stuff. You can find him at patreon.com slash hoffbondage. I'm very happy that these Patreons are so easy to remember. Um, and then the final two players are going to be Kimmy, who is an ABDL writer, made uh, a story called Breaking the Girl that everyone really loves, but also has a lot of other little things. Um, she also posts a lot of diapered pictures and has a little advice column on Tumblr, and you can find her at bby-kimmy.tumblr.com. And lastly, me, Sophie, who it's, it's me. I'm I'm Sophie, and it's I'm talking about me now. And you can uh, support me by going to patreon.com slash Sophie and Pudding. Um, that all being said, Peculiar Changeling did an amazing job with this. We had an amazing time, and he was not going to release any of these recordings because they were very frustrating um, to, to edit and to get together and everything. Um, but I he, he did a ton of work, and I didn't want that to go to waste. I asked if I could put it on this channel. He said yes. Really excited to introduce to you Toy Chest Troubles. Um, have an amazing time. Welcome to the Toy Chest Troubles. All of you, uh, before the day began, received an RSVP to come to a night, a dinner hosted by a figure that you've all met at some point in your lives. The, the figure, Gareth Bassman, is known as being a bit of a tech guru, kind of a Silicon Valley type. He made his fortune off of, I say his fortune, he's moderately wealthy. He's not like buying Twitter wealthy. He's like buying a really nice house wealthy. Uh, but all of you received a mysterious text message reading, you are cordially invited to dinner at the Bassman residence. I've got a life-changing opportunity I'd like to discuss with you. Dinner will be served promptly at 7 p.m. Please RSVP by responding to this invitation. You all responded, knowing absolutely nothing about what this dinner would entail. 
With that in mind, I think I'm going to go down the line. It is now just a little bit before 7 p.m. And you have all started to arrive at the Bassman residence. I'm going to say, let's start uh, with this arbitrary order I have in front of me. Uh, Purse. Hey. Why don't you tell us a bit about yourself? Oh, okay. So, um, hi, my name's uh, Andy Amison. And I am uh, really, really prepared for this. Um, spent hours organizing over my wardrobe. Uh, got, did not go for the hammer pants. Uh, really proud of that. Um, and like currently I am, I'm wearing the best thing that a telemarketer's salary can afford, which is like uh, a red shirt that like barely stops at the midriff, but you don't see that because it's actually covered up by like a button up, uh, an untucked button up, but the untucked button up only like stops above the elbows, but you don't see that because there's like a navy blue like dinner jacket over put together and a nice pair of jeans. Like as long as I can keep everything together, like gonna look, gonna look classy, gonna look classy, very cordial. Uh, what is Andy driving? Oh, that's a great question. Probably like a 1992 Toyota, uh, <laughs> like, like something, something that he like got as a teenager on, on used and like, it's not well taken care of. It's just like, uh, it, it's all that he can afford and has. It's like, it's got like the retro frog headlights and, uh, and, and probably is very much in need of an oil change. Uh, but it's all he has, man. Cool. Well, you pull up to the Bassman residence. It's a smallish kind of house. Um, I say smallish. It's smallish based off of what you expected, which is, you know, a full-size mansion. This looks kind of like a three or four person like bedroom house. Uh, he does live kind of out in the country, so the size of his property is pretty big. He's got, you know, like the the, the one acre lawn fenced in okay. by trees. Okay. So 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 it's like it it's not it's not like you know McMansion, but it's a little bit like country club ish. Exactly. Like that, that private property vibe. That's exactly the kind of vibe, yeah. And, and like, it's not a driveway. It's like its own tiny road that goes up to the garage type deal. Exactly. So it's it's like probably it takes you like a minute to get from the road to the end of the driveway where you park. And you see there's a, like a little gazebo off to the left. I actually, I saved a reference image for the gazebo. Um, I yell at the gazebo. What does it do? Uh, the gazebo does nothing. Like... Nice shady covering with a couch and just sitting area. There's a little table set up. It's it's a pretty nice little area. Ooh. And you see um, nursing some kind of beverage sitting on the couch. You see none other than Gareth Bassman. Okay. Okay. So he's out there by the gazebo. Yes. Okay. Fantastic. That means I don't have to make a choice about whether I go wait at the gazebo or go knock on the front door. This is good. This is exciting. Uh, are, is there any other guests seemingly around? Nope. Does, but, does Mr. Bassman see me? Yes, he does. And he raises uh, a hand and kind of waves and gestures for you to come over. Oh, hey. Um, uh, Andy... Hey, hey, Andy walks like 
full on like power walking, like like he's he's got somewhere to be. And that's right there. That kind of like phony high anxiety fake confidence that people have when they're going in for a job interview. Um Gareth Whoa. just tells you, Hello. Why don't you have a seat? Yeah, yeah, sure, Gareth. Good luck. Or wait, I, can I call you Gareth at your house? But like, is it Mr. Baseman here? Or like, is I, 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 Andy is already like sitting down, like just and like gripping the seat. Just like, so yeah. Um, good, good, good to see you. Long time, long time since since. You uh, may call me Gareth, and may I have your name? It, it's Andy. Andy Amoson, we went to high school together for a couple of years. Yes, yes, of, of course. It's very nice to see you. And as this interaction goes down, another vehicle is pulling up in the driveway. Uh, Juice. Hi there. I am Charlie Ashbury. That's my name. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I'm Charlie. Uh, I'm wearing a you know, a uh, slightly wrinkled but clean uh, red polo shirt, um, and you know, just uh, slightly more uh, formal slacks, <laughs> and uh, but only wearing he's wearing you know cheap van sneakers, and he's driving a two thousand three Elantra. It's seen better days. Um, the mileage is high, but it still runs fairly okay. And um, no major ish outside issues with it other than maybe just needs a wash. It hasn't been washed in a while. It's a low-priority task that needed to be done. Cool. So you uh, you also pull up in the driveway. You get out. Um, you would also uh, go ahead and probably notice uh, Gareth and... Andy over off in the gazebo right away. Uh, do you just approach and join the two of them? Uh, I tentatively walk up and be like, uh, hi, <laughs> uh, am, am I at the right place? Yes, welcome. May I have your name? Oh, hi, I, I, I'm, uh, I'm Charlie, Charlie Ashbury. Nice to meet uh, you. Thank you for joining us, Charlie. Uh, we have met before. Oh, this have we? Um, I guess it's. I guess I. I admittedly, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I didn't know who the uh, invitation was from, or remembered. So my apologies. You may refer to this figure to my right as Andy. Hi, Andy. Okay, Andy, hey. you were just telling me about your job. Uh, why don't you? Why don't you tell uh, Charlie here a little bit about it? Oh well, um, I, I like to call myself uh, a, a voice actor. Um, yeah, I, I, I do. I, I do voices. Um, That's cool. Yeah, haven't found my big break in acting or animation yet, but uh, I, I, I uh, do work in certain entertainment industries, um, phone lines, uh, such as uh, you know. Phone sex, it's phone sex. Oh, it, 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 interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, tarot reading. I, 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 um, you know, call me now for your free tarot reading. But it gets really, it, 
like like the darnest thing is it's all owned by like the same company so like it it's really weird when like you pick up the phone it's like confess your sins to me my child or i shall give you the rod and then they're like yeah but then they're calling for like you know then it's also a suicide hotline and if you press the wrong if you press the wrong button at the wrong time you you use the wrong voice and things have not ended well at times oh my god that sounds i just haven't found the right i haven't found the right part yeah (laughs) you what how how about how about yourself uh charlie oh uh i'm i'm in between things you know um you know i graduated uh a few years ago and um you know i'm still trying to figure out exactly what i want to do and work as you know finding jobs in the field i went to school for has been you know it's been a bit tough right now in the current climate things being what they are but i'm hopeful i do some odd jobs here and there but mostly i'm just still looking you know oh yeah yeah Uh, i mean we we could always use more people at the call center um all right (laughs) How how are you at, at Surfer Dude? Because like th- there's been an uptick in that. An uptick in desire for Surfer Dude. Yeah. Uh, I could try it. I could I could let's see. Uh, maybe you'd be a better gauge than I am. Let's see. Um. Whoa, like, dude. Oh, Reagan- awesome. Reaganomics, dude. Totally gnarly. Totally, bra. Oh, they bra- you know, Do they still say bra? Is bra still a thing that people say? Well, they don't say Reaganomics anymore either, so it's oh, kind okay. of a point. But like, okay. no, no, it's really big into like the boomer point break crowd. So like, it'll it'll catch on. Oh, cool. Maybe uh, I should look into that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I can, I can, I can forward you a letter of recommendation. Oh well, thank you. I I appreciate it. I mean, right, right, you. Nope. As this conversation is going down, uh, the next person to join us is going to actually be Sophie. All right. Uh, okay. I'm in. Let's do it. I show up. I'm here. What do you look like? What do I look like? I am um, a sort of uh, chubbier, um, mousy um girl who is wearing probably like the nicest thing that she could afford from tj maxx and um yeah that's yeah it's it's clear that i'm trying to look my best while at the same time probably not knowing what that is and you have worked with gareth before so you recognize him pretty much immediately as you pull up um, yes. You see that he's sitting with a couple other people. Uh, when he notices you, he kind of like raises his hand and waves you over. Cool. Um, I thank my Uber driver, and <laughs> then I, um, I I like hurry down the path in uh, high heels that I'm clearly not used to wearing. Okay. Uh, Gareth kind of like raises his little glass in a toast and says, "Hello. May I have your name?" Oh. Um. Hi. Um. Uh, I'm I'm Carmen Adley. Um, you sent me a, a text, and then, uh, I, I, yeah. Um, uh, thanks. Thank you for inviting me uh, here. You can call these fine folks to my right. Uh, this is Andy and Charlie. Oh, uh, they um, will also hello. be joining us for dinner. 
Oh, um, how nice to meet you. Um, I'm Carmen. Hi, Carmen. Hi. I'm Charlie. I'm Andy. Andy Amazon. Yeah. Uh, that's cool. Uh, nice. Um. Uh, okay. Do, do you need a? Do you need to sit down? You you look like you you look like you need a paper bag or something. Oh, um, yeah. I I'll sit. I'll sit here. Is anyone sitting here? I'll just I'll just sit here. Okay. Thank thank you. Okay. Sure. I want to point out the implication that Andy just carries a per a paper bag with him at all times for situations <laughs> like this. You're he correct. just pulls it out of his pocket, unfolds it. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I, no. I get a lot paper of use bag? out of it. Paper bag. Oh, a secondhand paper bag for breathing in. Okay. Well, the next person to show up after that is going to be Hoff. Well, hi. Well, uh, yeah, I arrive in my uh, old uh, Mini Cooper, um, which uh, is a collector's item. I'm really, really proud of it. And uh, even though it smells and makes a lot of noise and uh, doesn't look all too good. But uh, yeah, uh, so I arrive and um, I get out and I see the gazebo and um, I see Gareth. And I, uh, I, w I walk up and uh, a little bit nervous because I haven't seen my old buddy for quite a while and uh, we didn't part on the best uh, circumstances. So yeah, I uh, yeah slowly walk up and uh, I'm like, uh, hey Gareth, good to see you. Gareth smiles and waves and says, hello. Uh, now, not everyone here has met you before, obviously. So, uh, may I have your name? Uh, my name is uh, Peyton uh, Peyton Anderson. So, yeah, pleased to meet you guys. Why does Why does he keep saying it like that? I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, yes, of course, Peyton. Uh, these people you can call them Andy, Charlie, and Carmen. Hi there. Thank you for Hi. joining us for dinner. Hi. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. So the uh, a few minutes pass. Um, actually, the the next person to be joining us is going to be fashionably late. So uh, a little bit of conversation happens. Uh, you do notice that Gareth keeps like kind of glancing over to the driveway. Like, is this person going to show up? He's supposed to be here at seven. Anybody ever Checked seen the movie watch. Clue? Yeah, that's yeah, actually exactly what I'm thinking about. <laughs> um, yeah. Seven rolls around. He's like, actually, this wrist. But hmm. <laughs> and just as you're getting the sense that he's kind of about to give up on this last person joining us, uh, Kimmy, why don't you describe what you're driving and what you're wearing? I am driving a 2016 red Mustang, top up, because I don't want to muss my hair. And she steps out of the car. And you can tell from a distance that she's quite tall. And she is in heels, a little black dress, um, diamonds, and is walking toward the gazebo. Uh, Gareth waves you over. Says, Why don't you join us? Uh, we've obviously got some people here you've never met. So may I have your name? You have my name. 
You invited but these me. These people I haven't met before. Well, then I shall give them my name. You have my name, darling. <sighs> Good evening. I'm Tess. Hi. Hi. You look familiar. That was kind of tense. <laughs> well then, um, kind of like cutting through the awkwardness a little bit, uh, Gareth stands up and like claps his hands. I believe it is time that dinner is served. I will be right back. And he turns and he walks away and goes inside, leaving the five of you outside. Before we do anything else, everybody go ahead and roll me a perception check. I got a 19. 19. 20. I got a uh, 15. What a neat. Off your perception modifier is plus nine. Yes, gotcha. Oh. Nice. Wow. Oof. Nice. Okay. So, uh, first off, um, Carmen and Juice don't really notice much of anything. That's fair. Um, yeah. Kimmy and Purse, uh, you both, you look around, you see that the, this is kind of like, it's a big house for one person. Um, I don't believe either of you know too much about Gareth personally, but you're looking around, you see there's like a little like garden feature in front of the house that looks like it's got like someone taking care of it. There's like, you know, fresh plants. There's a little garden gnome who looks like clean, like he hasn't like been collecting dust for several years. Um, you, you notice little touches that imply that, you know, Gareth is not the only person who lives here, but you don't see any other sign that there are any other people here right now. Um, you, you also probably picked up that there was some kind of awkward weirdness going on in that opening conversation. Um, Gareth is acting very strangely. Uh, Hoff, you also notice a couple other things in specific, partly because you rolled really well, partly because you know Gareth pretty well. Um, his wife and his child are obviously not here. You also seem to recall that about a year ago, Gareth stopped drinking, but he clearly had some kind of alcoholic drink in his hand when you showed up and started talking to him. And you all have a few minutes to chat before Gareth returns. So... Does anybody else notice that this is kind of, um, I I think the term is uh, highly disturbing. I could see yeah. that. Yeah, he's he's a very eccentric man, so this could be normal for him. Well, this is not how I remember him. Oh, well, that's my whole theory. So, I'll yeah, okay. I got this text saying that, like, I'm cordially invited to a life-changing opportunity, and Andy digs around in the pocket, the opposite pocket of where the paper bag was kept, and uh, takes out his phone and, like, you know, shows everyone the text he got. Like, it, yeah, it is the exact same text everybody got. Ugh. Oh, yep, that's what I got, too. Yeah, me too. Yep, me too. And here I thought he wanted to talk business. Well, I um I did I did mention because I thought maybe this was an investment thing or something. I mentioned that I really I don't have a lot of um capital to invest, but um he did not he that seemed okay. So, um that's I yeah, he he said that was okay, so I I'm I'm here anyway. 
Well, next thing you know, he's probably going to try to sell us all Amway. Kitchen knives. What's that? Oh, my God. What's an Amway? Oh. About five pounds. <laughs> I literally was about to make that joke and then <laughs> What is Amway and how can I invest? Is it a good stock? <sighs> I do hope he doesn't intend for us to dine outside. I think it's I think it's quite a lovely night. Yeah, but this is an indoor jacket. Oh yes, indoor indoor jacket. I'm am am I the only one that's sweating? Is is that like is is, is that like nerves or is that like the humidity? I, I I can't I can't tell. I don't even know what state we're in. Um, I think state you're in a state of anxiety. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> it travels with it travels with me wherever I go. I feel like all of our jokes are sharing the same brain cell right now. It's just like jumping back and forth between everyone. The idea of writing in anxiety as your state on like a form is so funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, for the record, it is it is a very nice night out. It's probably maybe 70 low humidity. It's the, the sun is still kind of just setting over the horizon. And as you all are discussing this, uh, Gareth comes out and he's got just like a stack of plates that he's carrying, um, all of which have a single slice of pizza on them. Fancy um, oh. smancy. He he just kind of like passes them out and the bottom of the plate's a little greasy because it's stacked on another plate. Um, uh, whoever he gets to last, which I'm just going to say is probably Tess. Uh, Tess, you're the only one who's the bottom of your plate is clean. And because uh, Purse arrived first, uh, your piece of pizza is the only one that wasn't smushed a little bit by having a plate stacked on top of it. Bassman, you're kidding. Is pizza not a delicacy? No. Now, are we going to talk business? You've obviously invited Rabble. I would like to dine first. I don't see Rabble then... here. Sorry. Wait. <laughs> no, that's... I think... Okay. Sorry, I was trying to make some light uh, dinner conversation. Dinner humor. Continue. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, I would like to eat first. Obviously, it is better to discuss business on a full stomach. Tess sets the plate aside on the gazebo bench and looks quite disgusted. You gonna eat that? No. Oh, okay. You mind if I um? <sighs> Go ahead. Gareth right. looks a little perturbed, but is like, "May I get you something to drink, then, Tess? If you're not going to eat, I, I would feel like a bad host if I didn't provide you with some kind of refreshment." Do you have seltzer water? I do. I'll take one. Are Are there any napkins here? No. Oh, okay. Um. Um, I can get you some napkins. That is oh, okay. a thing that people want when they eat dinner. Uh, he gets up again and goes back inside to get seltzer water and napkins. Hey, um, are all rich people this weird and sound like they're auditioning for a part they know nothing about? Or No. Is that... He's being bizarre. Okay, it's just you two. Got it. Hey, did, did you guys notice that he he was uh, holding this uh, uh, drink? I, I believe he stopped drinking, but uh, I'm not sure what happened here. But uh, yeah, you mean like and he stopped drinking like booze? 
yeah, I, I, I believe I, I uh, heard something like that. Uh, since he's gone right now, actually, Hoff, if you want to like pick up his drink and kind of investigate it, uh, you are welcome to. Okay, so yeah, I, uh, I pick up the drink and uh, I smell it, and I definitely smell alcohol. Go ahead and roll me a perception check. <laughs> okay, coming through with the yeah, bad roll. God. Um, you take damn. one sniff and you're immediately like, oh, this is this is specifically he's drinking uh very aged mead. Uh it's a it's a kind of honey wine. Um you've never seen him drink this before in your life, even when you knew him and he was drinking. This was not he was like a beer drinker. Um, or maybe if you wanted something harder, you'd have whiskey. You've never seen him with a glass of mead before. Well, this is weird. This is this is well not like Gareth. Well, what? Okay, real quick. How do we all know Gareth, and how long has it been since we've seen him? Um, I um I I work at his office. Um, I'm an executive assistant for someone uh, else in the building. Uh, I I think I saw him last week, though. You did see him last week, yeah. Awesome. And to the best that you could tell, he seemed normal then. But you also don't know enough about his like private life to know what normal at work versus normal at home would look like. I'm actually gonna say that. <laughs> um, I, uh, I, I, I don't know him that well outside of work, though. So maybe this is just how he behaves outside of work. I was friends with him uh, back at school uh, a couple of years ago, but uh, he did, he was never like this uh, back then. But it has been a while since I've. Uh, uh, seen him uh, uh, up close and personal, so yeah. I'm not really sure either, but this is not how I know him. Also, since uh, everyone except for Tess speci didn't specify that you weren't eating, has everybody like tried the pizza? Yeah, no. for sure. No? Uh, yeah, this is getting weird, uh, and like, this, this this is getting weird, so uh, we're, we, we've got a decent lawn, right? Yeah. Cool. I'm going to tear up mine, mine into little chunks and like scatter it in the grass. Okay. Go ahead and roll me a stealth check to hide your pizza in the grass. <laughs> awesome. I can't remember if you have good stealth or not. I've got decent stealth. Uh, uh, so uh, just to make sure I've got it straight in my head, uh, Juice, a.k.a. Charlie, uh, Sophie Carmen, and Hoff Payton all had... You all tried the pizza, at least. I definitely right. took a bite, and then I was like, I was watching Andy rip it up and throw it in the grass, and I'm just like, I stop and kind of look around to see what everyone else is doing. I've auditioned I'm... for over a dozen mystery murder mystery dinner theater productions, rejected by them all, but this seems like a setup for something. I'm, I, I'm, while I'm watching him, I'm just nibbling slowly on my second slice okay. of pizza, nibbling on the crust. <laughs> um, as you're eating it, I should mention two things. One, this, uh, this is extra cheesy pizza. There's no topping ex except for cheese. Um, additionally, uh, it tastes like it was delivered that morning. Hmm. This is definitely not DiGiorno. It's delivery. <laughs> I know pizza. I eat a so, lot of pizza. I I, I got a uh, 
did my dice bot thing show up? Yeah, 16. Oh, uh, 16? Okay. It's scattered in the grass well enough that, like, if nobody's looking for it, yeah, they won't exactly. notice it. But if they, they are like, where did your pizza go? They'll look exactly. over in the grass and be like, Exactly. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. Um, so Gareth once again returns. Um, he gives Tess uh, your drink in a like, very nice glass. Um, and is like, okay, then. Uh, well, I say we all have a toast and discuss business. Uh, he he raises his glass and kind of like is eyeing Tess, waiting for Tess to say, take a sip. Are you pushing MLM now? I am not, but I, I do want to. <laughs> um, does Tess take a sip? Mm, you did yes. just have him go all the way inside. Okay. So okay. I'm a bitch. Um, about <laughs> halfway, like as soon as like there is some liquid in your like throat, really. Mm -hmm. um, uh, he raises his hand and snaps his fingers. Everybody who has consumed anything he's given you, uh, you immediately like freeze and are paralyzed. So everyone I but Andy. Freezed and paralyzed. Why are you freezed and paralyzed? Because I'm lying. Go ahead and roll me a deception check or a performance check. Your choice. Uh, same roll either way. Oh, right. You've got absurdly. Yeah. Okay. Okay. 31. You are paralyzed. Like, he has no idea that anything is wrong with this situation. Um, so he gets up and is like, all right, everyone, get out, take your pick. At which point, um, oh, he, he, sorry, before he says that, he walks around and taps each of you on the forehead with the tip of his index finger. And then he says, all right, everyone, get out, take your pick. And you see... Um, you are paralyzed, but you can still see, like, your eyes can still, like, look around and move a little bit. You can still hear. You can tell everything that's going on. Uh, a group of five small humanoid figures, all about, like, maybe six inches tall, um, just kind of, like, appear in your vision. You don't know how you didn't see them before, because they weren't super, like, hiding. Uh, they, they were just kind of there, and suddenly now you can see them after he's tapped you on the forehead. Um, and they kind of get out. One of them is a little bigger. He's more like 12 inches instead of six inches. Um, and they all spread out. Uh, one who's like a little shorter and kind of a little bit chubbier, uh, happens to walk up to purse and just like, like kind of like, is like looking you over, like someone preparing to buy a car. And it's like, yeah, I want this one. I, I, I like this one. Um, the next one, which is the, uh, one who's like much bigger than the rest, uh, goes and picks out Kimmy and is like, huh, yeah, she looks good. I want, I want, I want this one. Um, another who has little, like, a uh, kind of like pixie wings on his back, like little, like dewdrop wings, um, almost look like the kind that, like, a little kid would wear as a Halloween costume, only they appear to actually, like, flutter and work. Uh, selects Sophie, or Carmen, rather, uh, Carmen Adley. Like, yeah, you know what? I, I, th I think I can work with this. This is, this is a good base template, um, once I, once I apply my changes. Um, the next one, uh, he, he's got kind of, like, they're glasses, but they're glasses that were designed for a toy, and it looks like the like the, the frames have been popped out. They've broken at least once and been fixed with like scotch tape, and he's got like all this like stuff strapped to him. Um, 
he settles on Hoth. And then the last one who also has little pixie wings is like, fine, I guess I'll take the one that's left. Yeah, I guess it's first come first serve. We weren't going to talk about that. Okay, fine. You know what? I, I wanted this one anyways. Um, and so he's going to take, I believe it was Charlie that was left over. Um, if it wasn't paralyzed, I'd be flattered. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, can, can Andy move even though he's been tapped? Yes, he can still move. You also hear a voice that's like, hey, hey, run, run. Yeah, doing that. Okay. The, um, the, still, the stillness was out of the stillness was out of fear and like just okay. tensing up and then just went with it. And then all of a sudden, oh no, this is this is not good. So yeah, it's time to run. It's Punt him. Go ahead and roll me a will save. Oh no. <laughs> My weakness. Eleven. Okay, um, you are uh consumed by laughter. Like the, the absurdity of the situation grips you, and like before you can even take more than a couple steps, just like laughter like grips you, and you start just like you fall prone, you start laughing hysterically. Got and it. <laughs> you're fucked. <laughs> Aliens are real. <laughs> And as this happens, five pixies just, like, body you and push you to the ground. And the person who you recognize as Gareth uh, walks over and, like, kind of, like, breaks off a chunk of pizza from an available plate and just kind of, like, forces it into your mouth. It's just, like, does, like, holds his hand over your mouth, like, chew, chew. And as soon as you swallow, you are also paralyzed. At which point he stands and kind of dusts himself off and is like, okay, uh, get your collections and we will get started. At which point all of the pixies, they take out little knives and they cut off a little bit of hair from each of you. At which point uh, he snaps his fingers again and everything goes black. Man, I just got a haircut. <laughs> oh man, I just got this character. <laughs> Okay, uh, you all wake up in a completely dark environment. Everything feels strange. You don't feel like yourself anymore. Like you almost feel like some of you feel maybe like you're wearing like some kind of like rubber outfit that's like making all of your like contact feel weird or like your range of motion doesn't feel right, but you can't see anything. Oh no, it's junior prom all over again. <laughs> Saturday night already. Well, where are we? What's happening? What? Why can't I see anything? Uh, okay, guys, just stay calm and and follow my directions. This is Step unacceptable. On. Grab the mascot head. Turn the mascot head around so that you can see. Armin absolutely does this. Okay, so all of you reach up. Your faces feel wrong. Like, some of you, you can tell, it, it does actually feel like you're wearing a mascot head of some kind. Like, you reach up and you feel something, like, big and plush. Um, but it uh, feels like our skin, like there's not that layer. It, it doesn't feel like you're touching skin. It feels like there's something that must be, like, over your face. Okay, uh, okay, yeah. 
Uh, actually, though, Purse, you instead feel something like rigid and plasticky. Yeah. Uh, Hoff also feels rigid and plasticky. Um, and actually, uh, Tess, uh, Kimmy, you don't feel like you reach up and you kind of like fall over as you reach up. Uh, you've been like you you woke up and you were standing on all fours. Uh, if you try and stand straight up, you will once again immediately fall over. What? What is going on? Now, what's wrong? What? What's wrong? This is completely unacceptable. Okay, I'm gonna. It's a little dark here, so I can't tell what's unacceptable. Is it like the alien abduction, or the mascot gimp suits, or? Hey, I can't find the eye holes in mine. Um. So, Charlie, uh, Juice, when you reach up and like touch your head and like start like feeling around for it, you like almost feel like something like like a pressure and like a click. And then light starts shining out of your head. Whoa! Neat. Okay, so the first thing all of you see is this figure, but there is light shining out of his eyes. Oh, cool. Ah, What What the fuck? Is Is this a kink thing? Is that what's happening? I don't Absolutely. know a lot about kink things. Okay, yeah, yes, it is a kink thing. Everything is a kink thing. But I, I don't know if it is a kink thing in this particular part. I'll try anything once. Uh, I will say, uh, as Purse speaks up, everybody looks over and sees a Mr. Potato Head is talking. Um, <laughs> That's a great drawing. Okay. And then... Uh, who spoke up next? Was that uh, Carmen? Probably. Yeah. Okay, so uh, when Carmen speaks up, you all look over and see a doll with a little, like, battery power oh. wand. Oh, shoot, I'm adorable. <laughs> <laughs> um, and next one that we see is Hoff. Now... Damn. Uh, Hoff is clearly like an action figure, but there is a, you can't see it on the drawing because uh, at the point in the drawing it's been wiped off, but like someone has like gone through and like applied like lipstick on the face in like a way that is like super smeared everywhere. Uh, and also you can obviously tell that this action figure has for some reason had a diaper put on it. What, uh, what, what am I wearing? Oh no. Um, hey, so we're dreaming. This is a dream. This is just a dream. I just have to wake up. I'm just gonna, um, where I'm, uh, I started like slapping my face. Okay. Um, you slap, are you like slapping it like hard or just kind of like, like, like kind of that, like that, that like slap your cheeks action that people do to okay. try to wake up. You do not wake up. So- I, I slowly reach my paw up to my nose, squeeze, and it goes, eh. Someone help me stand. Okay, and as uh, Kimmy says that, you all look over kind of in the corner of the space that you're in, and... Oh! <laughs> um, oh, boy. Okay. If, if one of us is dreaming, that means that the rest of us will cease to exist if they wake up. And right now, I'm really okay with that. 
okay with it too. Will also specify, none of you can see yourself. You don't know what you look like. You only know what everyone else looks like. I think um, under the circumstances, I would at least look down at my hands and stuff because of uh, everyone else's weird situation. Yeah. So if you do look at, you can like see like you've got like, like stubby little like fabric like paws that are just like, um, and also in order to look at your hands, uh, Tess obviously has to be lying down because you can't like lift your paws up while. What? Oh, this isn't real. None of this is real. Okay. Maybe this is like someone slipped us like some, oh, that guy. Oh, the Gareth guy that we were, we were at that party, right? That I, we didn't dream that part. That was real. Uh, yeah. yeah, I remember mm -hmm. it. And we've all been drugged. We, yeah, maybe it's mushrooms or something. I've never had mushrooms, but maybe this is what mushrooms are like. Oh, and mushrooms go on pizza. That makes a lot of sense. Mushrooms do go on pizza. Oh, mine didn't have mushrooms on it, though. Maybe it was under the that cheese. We saw, that we saw. Several of you very clearly noticed there was nothing on the pizza except for cheese. Um, leopard guy? Is that what I am? Oh, no. Char okay. Y your name's Charlie, right? That's right. And you're can Andy. You yeah. Okay. Um, can you do me a favor, bud? Can you blink slowly for me? And as he blinks, the light like goes away for a second. Oh, no. Because the only light in this space you're in is shining out of his eyes. Oh no, this that's not a costume. What no. I can't drop this wand that's in my hand. It just it won't drop. Uh, it's you just... can't actually set down the wand. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I can? It is an accessory. It is not. Oh, uh, cool. Awesome. Wand. Okay. Yeah. Scratch that. Oh. oh. Cool. Oh, neat. I got a tail. It's kind of cool. Puts, puts the extra hand on his head, just scratching it <laughs> with with the extra potato head arm. It's like, this, this is, this is all kinds of messed up. And he looks at it. Oh! Um, throws, throws it down. That, that's an arm. That's a severed arm. There's a dead body in here. Where is in here? Your arm. The, the dark. The that's a very good question, fox girl. What? What? Yeah, you're. I guess a small fox thing, and you're really cute. I. I am not cute. No, you're really cute. Like really cute. It's a. It's it's yeah. No, like really, you're really cute. Would everybody go ahead and roll me a percept? A perception check. Yeah. 18. 21. 27. Never mind. 20. And let's see. Um, also, uh, I'm going to have Hoff and Tess go ahead and roll me fortitude saving throws. Oh. 26. Also, uh, Sophie, I sent you a... Uh, you all look around. You're in some kind of uh, box. 
Nobody rolled particularly well on these, did they? Um, I rolled very well. Oh, no. Uh, sorry, I'm looking at the uh, die result, not the uh, total result. Uh, okay. Um, okay, Sophie, also roll me a fortitude save. Um, oh, got it. And so Carmen, Tess, and uh, Charlie, looking around, uh, you're also fine, Sophie. Uh, you recognize that you're you're inside a wooden box. You kind of put together the fact that, like, based off of what everyone in here looks like, you're probably inside a toy chest. We're or a mass grave. Whether it's a really really <laughs> big box or whether it's a like a normal sized toy chest, and you're all just very small, you do not know. Okay. You're all toys. No, you're all toys. What? No. No, you yes, you are. No. no. Yeah. What do you mean? Let me get the the mirror out of my my purse. Oh, where's my purse? Where's my phone? Oh no. Fuck. Hey guys, I think wait. I noticed something. Wait, I think I might have uh Why do I have a butt flap? Well, I think you're a Mr. Potato Head, but I've never actually seen one outside of the Toy Story movies. And a bunch of parts, including a purse, and uh, including, like, a per like all the parts for Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head just start pouring out of his butt. <laughs> extra eye, extra eyes, the flower, the noses, the hats, the hair pieces. That, that looks a lot like my purse, but you can keep it. I don't want it back now. Just out of curiosity, are you lactose intolerant? This is this is I'm never just asking in relation to the pizza. Just asking. Uh, I am going to say there is like a little toy mirror in the in that like collection of like there we go. junk. That's what I was uh, hoping for. So if everybody wants to pick up the mirror, you can look at your character's appearance in that mirror. I carefully approach uh, the mirror and not really sure what it will smell like uh, coming out of his butt, but uh, I nonetheless pick it up uh, to check myself out because I'm very curious what I would look like uh, if the other ones looked like toys. So I uh, take a look at myself in the mirror. Uh, Hoff, go ahead and roll me a lore check. You've got a plus seven in warfare lore, which I'm going to say is relevant enough to this character. <laughs> Ouch. Ooh. Oh, Hoff's good rolls come to an end. Yeah. You have never seen this person before in your life. Um, anyone else who wants to can also roll me just an intelligence check. I don't believe anybody else has the correct lore to recognize this character. But you can just roll an intelligence check. You don't need to be trained yeah. in lore. <laughs> uh, Wait, does Tess not have any intelligence? <laughs> Oh, I see mine. I, I, it has a plus two. Okay, let me try. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Tess does, but now her brain is fluff. Yeah, my end's not good enough for this. Clearly, someone has to roll well on this. Uh, uh, anyways, okay. um, I, rolled I'll, an, I'll roll. I rolled an 11. Um, I think also because skills add level, um, then doing straight ability tests like that is a lot more difficult. It is. Uh, th that's why Hoff had a plus seven and everybody else is just getting like 
a flat, you need to roll a 15 or higher. Oh, I got not enough. Never mind. <laughs> I was really proud of myself. Okay, so none of you recognize this character. Uh, you do notice experimenting with like your harp bow that it does seem to work as both a bow and like you can like pluck the strings like a harp. And as you're tinkering with it, you also find like you can actually play the harp. You've never been able to play the harp before. You've never even tried. But you can suddenly like play this weird bow harp. Okay, well, that is new. Uh, I've never been able to do this before. Um, I'm also going to say anybody else who wants to can like look through your inventory, so to speak, and you know the stuff that you have on hand. So you kind of like check yourselves over like what's this? What's this other thing? And you kind of get a, a sense of all like your random, anything that's on your character sheet. Okay, for the sake of consistency, uh, Carmen finally drops her wand and then she's like, oh, okay, I figured it out. I figured out how to, how to drop stuff. Okay. <laughs> Andy becomes fascinated with all the accessories. It's like, ooh, bedroom eyes, angry eyes, ooh, mustache, hairpiece, hat, Hat and hairpiece? Oh, so many rolls. Tess will finally walk over and look in the mirror okay. and freak out. No, 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 no. I don't fucking have hands. I don't have knees. You seem to be enjoying yourself regardless. I don't have clothes. I'm pretty sure I'm I'm pretty sure I'm tripping I'm pretty sure I'm tripping on something right now. After after a certain point you can only be so afraid. Okay. I am not afraid. I am angry. Carmen will also look in the mirror out of curiosity. Okay. At least I'm adorable. But um I don't want this. And I'm running out of explanations for the situation so before i freak out if someone could explain to me why this is happening that'd be great um do you guys remember with the pizza and the tiny people the tiny oh my gosh the tiny people i thought i thought that was part of the dream but this might not be a dream oh no i think, oh, no. They, I think they switched body i think we've been body snatched by aliens well, how? Oh, if he damages my body. <sighs> what? There's some little person thing in my body? I don't... I don't want that. How do I fix it? I don't... Okay, well, first, first, let's get out of here. Alright, look, th this is a, this is like a toy... Let, th this is either a coffin, or a toy chest, or a coffin toy chest. Uh... The, the, Charlie, can you look around with your flashlight eyes and see if there's like a latch or something? Well, I did. I was going to say something before, but everybody was freaking out. I noticed there's some light oh, coming right. in. It's all good. It's fine. It's on. It's you know. I can understand why people are upset for one reason or another. He's so calm. Uh, you know, beats uh, beats doing nothing at home. I mean, no, <laughs> I disagree wholeheartedly. It does not. This is not be doing nothing at home. What are you? I mean, I'm certainly, this is new, so I'm open to the experience. I'm just not, you know, 
I try to take things in stride. But anyway, I do see a crack of light coming in from up above there. You do not actually see a crack of light coming in the chest. Oh, okay. And I, that's just my eyes with light coming out of them deceiving me. My apologies. Yeah. Yeah, uh, there's no light up there. I don't know what you're talking about. You can, if you do, like, look up and, like, kind of, like, look at the top of the box, you can see that there's, like, a little, like, a plastic latch on the inside. It is a safety feature that was designed specifically so children could not get stuck in this box. Um, but there, there is a latch on the inside that you, as long as you're able to, like, get up high to it, it's about... Relative to how tall all of you are, it's about 15 feet up. Uh, I would like to jump and hit it. Um, okay, go ahead and roll me. Do Acrobatics. you have any, anything that adds to... Actually, it's athletics to jump in path. No! I want to bounce off the wall. Uh, That's a feat. Do you have the feat? Damn it! That is a feat. Uh, do you have <laughs> anything that adds to your uh, jump height? Uh, not that I'm aware of. <laughs> okay, you're going to need to get a critical success on this athletics check if you want to uh, reach up and grab it at all. Damn it. And the DC is going to be... Um, so you're going to need to stride at least two squares, uh, which you have enough room to do as long as everybody kind of like backs up and gets out of your way. And then you need to get above a 30. Oh, that's not possible. <laughs> so you need a nat 20. Well, actually, wait, what is your modifier? I've only got plus two. If it was acrobatics, I could pull it off. Okay, you can get it with a nat 20. If you didn't have any modifier at all, you just wouldn't be able to make this jump. I did not. Okay, uh, so you, like, back up <gasps> and kind of, like, run forward and take a running leap and because you're not used to being on all fours because you like don't kind of know how this body works your jump just carries you forward instead of up and you just bonk your head into the wall uh, oh. as a group can we all kind of do the ooh <laughs> um One, Hoff, two, three. Yeah. uh I, I will mention Hoff uh looking through your stuff you have an arrow that has a piece of string tied to it yeah. Like a little suction cup on the end. Yes, I was just about to mention that. <laughs> oh, perfect. I, uh, I'm uh, looking through my stuff, uh, indeed, and uh, I was like, uh, perhaps I can climb up uh, up there uh, using this arrow. Uh, I can try to shoot that. I'm not sure if I'm good at archery. Never tried that, but uh, let's see what it does. So, uh, yeah, I try to uh, shoot the arrow up to uh, see if it sticks up there. Okay, uh, this will be a ranged attack roll first. You do have a plus 11 on this, and it is a very easy shot because you're firing at a stationary wall. Um, so you need to get a 10 or higher. You have a plus 11. The only way you can fail this is if you get a 1. Okay, uh, you hit the Ooh, like section cup on the tip of the arrow, just like sticks very sn snugly uh, above the latch. And then go ahead and roll me an athletics check to climb up. You have a plus 13 in athletics. You climb up very handily. So you just like whip out your bow, you like pull the drawstring, shoot it, and then just follow up the string after it. And you get to the latch and you pop the latch open. The chest is still like closed just because the lid is kind of heavy, but it is no longer latched shut. Is there a, a, a crack uh, I, can, I can see through? 
if you start to lift it, you can kind of see out, but uh, actually go ahead and roll me perception. And I believe someone had a question also. Oh, yeah. Um, I just wanted to, like, um, do perception check of just, like, where we're at in this toy chest, if there's anything else in here with the five of us. Uh, it's just the five toys that you can see in here. Okay, so nothing, no accessories or, or other toys or anything? Um, the only accessories are the accessories for your stuff, yeah. Got it, okay. Um, Thank you. And so, Hoff, uh, with uh, 12 on perception, you just look out and you see darkness. You're, the the chest is in some kind of dark space. Um, once you get uh, juice up there with the, the light shining out of Charlie's eyes, then you'll be able to get a better look around. Okay. Well, uh, there's nothing uh, much up here that I can see, um, but at least you, uh, the latch is open. Would you like to roll a strength check to lift the uh, lid and just kind of throw it off? Uh, sure. It is, uh, uh, you've got a, this is just a ability check, so it's just going to be a, a flat plus four. A plus four? Yeah. Because you're, you're actually very strong. Fifteen. Okay, uh, that is enough. You kind of like get your hands and your feet wedged in the little gap and kind of like stand up with it and just kind of do the whole like Superman lifting a thing over your head pose. And you have the chest open. Uh, it will fall shut if you stop holding it up. But for now, it is completely open and everybody else can climb up the uh, string after you and get out of the chest. Can I? I have no hands. Oh, that's true. Um, I can, I, I can help, um, ma'am, if you don't mind taking the help. Uh, this isn't fair. Everyone has hands. I don't have hands. Oh, I mean, before we met, I think every, every, you know, no one had money, but you had money. So I worked for that. It's okay. not my fault you didn't work hard enough. Okay. What do your what do your parents do for a living? I don't see how that's relevant. Mm, okay, thought so. Do you want my help or not? Yes. Okay. Uh we'll position and like, you know, kind of do the no way. Yeah, go ahead. Just just climb up on me. Come on. Do I have to roll anything to climb a potato? <laughs> um, uh, I'm gonna very... say roll athletics for that. Uh, I'm DC not good 15. at that one. Can I roll athletics to lift? A... Oh, I got a twenty-one. Okay, okay. So uh, you managed to successfully climb on to Andy. Uh, Andy the potato. Uh, I'm not gonna have anybody roll athletics to climb up the string to get out of here. It'll be a very easy roll, and even if you were to fall, it's not a far enough fall to take damage. So. Everybody is able to clamber kind of out of this toy chest and get up and into this space, which once uh, Charlie's up there with the light shining out of his tiger eyes, uh, you can see that you're in a closet. There's like shoes on the floor. There's like clothes hanging above you. This is, it looks like a kid's closet. All the clothes are, well, they're not small relative to all of you, but you can kind of gauge that like if you were a normal sized human adult, then it would be like child-sized clothing. Got it. Do I um, recognize the child's room? Uh, you can't see the room yet because the, the door to the closet oh. is also closed. Oh, okay, okay. Um, 
And uh, so once you're all through, uh, Hoff, I assume you kind of retrieve your arrow with the string on it, wrap it back up, and then also jump out of the chest. That's uh, kind of the idea. Okay. Uh, you are all now in this closet. Go ahead and everybody give me another round of perception checks. Oh, boy. Perception. The most rolled thing in the game besides attack rolls. 18. 20. Okay, 18 and eyeballs, 16. 25, 25. Takes 25. eyeballs up, hold them overhead. Hmm? Oh, I... yeah. Okay. 25, take eyeball out, hold them overhead, periscope style. So, um, Tess, you specifically get kind of like, like a smell, like you, you, you're you noticing something, you're sniffing the air. Um, it's... I'm not going to shit. Uh, it's... It smells kind of animally, like maybe like a litter box or something like that. Um, uh, Hoff and let's see. So, uh, Percy said Andy did not get a twenty-five, right? I accident. Uh, I accidentally read uh, Hoff's. Okay, I did uh, the same thing. Yeah. Off with your archery eyes, um, you look around and uh, get a sense of like, oh, the hand, like you kind of like take in the whole space just looking around. Um, you quickly recognize that this is probably the closet of Gareth's kid. Like you recognize like, oh, the kid would probably be around eight. The kid is a girl. This look like this looks like girl's clothes in here. Uh, as best you can tell, at least just kind of like at a glance. Um, this is prob you're you're probably you're not certain of this, but you're probably somewhere inside Gareth's house. Right. Okay. I got uh, you guys. I think we're in the uh, in Gareth's kid's closet. What? What? Well, these clothes look like they're. For girls and uh, Gareth got a little girl, so she could be around this age. Um, we're we're in the closet of of this guy's daughter, and we're toys now. Uh, that is so problematic. Uh, I think Carmen's gonna lose it a little bit. <laughs> hey, how does Carmen lose it? She's just gonna like flop down on the ground and um just start like crying but she can't cry because she's a toy so she's so just she like and actually cry but it's oh. just like little like kind of like gel blobs kind of like form under her yes eyes. that is absolutely what happens it almost looks like like a, when a cartoon character cries and like instead of like animating it realistically they, they do those little like dots under their eyes um the little wet beads exactly uh yeah. carmen go ahead and roll me a fortitude save while you're having this breakdown yeah, rolled well. Okay, nothing bad happens in relation to that fortitude save. Awesome. Um, but you are kind of having this pan attack. I will also mention there is like one of those like big cartoon keyholes in the closet door, and you can see light coming through that key. It's not really enough light to like illuminate the space, but you can tell the next room is well lit. Um, 
want to be a toy. I don't want to be a doll. I just want to go home. I miss my cat. I miss my friends. I want to go to work. I'll even go to work. I won't even complain. Please. I just want to be human again. And I don't I don't have a paper bag anymore. Do, do you want a toy plastic purse? No, get out of your butt. <laughs> <laughs> This is all very disturbing to me. Okay, so next, next we have to, next we have to do the thing again. Get there points to the keyhole. There, there is a handle. It's one of those like kind of like lever handles where it like turns like that instead of a doorknob. That doesn't even look possible. How far away is it relative to us? Um, I'm gonna say it's probably a good twenty feet up. Um. Juice, did you want to try and jump at the uh, door handle? Sure, I'll give it a shot. I mean, I, I'm a tiger or leopard or whatever I am. I can give it the old college try. Okay. Um, would you like to activate your uh, magical item that gives you a better jump? Uh, sure. Okay, uh, it is a once-a-day activation. You can jump immediately 30 feet in any direction. Oh, hot damn. I'll, yeah, I'll use that. Yeah. Cool. So you just kind of like... Oh, you just tigger your way up. <laughs> your, your tail coils up and you like prepare yourself. And as a single action, you just boing straight up and grab the handle. And it just kind of like... You don't weigh very much. And for a sec, it. you're almost worried that like the door handle isn't going to move. But it does slowly like start to like creak down and the door handle opens and the door just slowly kind of floats open enough that the all of you can get out of this room. Sweet. You're welcome. Now. Carmen stays where she is. Okay. <laughs> Does anybody want to give Carmen a pep talk? Absolutely. Um, if anybody did have any abilities that were related to inspiring people, now would be a useful time to do something like that. Um, Oh, jump off. I'm looking. You're the boss. You do have Inspire Courage. Yeah. Um, or sorry. Yeah, it is called Inspire Courage. Um, okay. Uh, uh, if you want to cast that and then go ahead and roll me a diplomacy check, you've got a plus 11 in that. That is something you could do. You don't have to do that, but if you did want to kind of give Carmen a pep talk. Well, yeah, I do. I mean, I, I feel kind of sorry uh, for her for crying like that. And uh, yeah, I wish she, she, yeah, I wanted to give her a pet talk, of course. Uh, cool. So that was uh, 11. Uh, uh, plus 11, yeah. Ooh. Okay. Um, I, I will also now seems like as good a time as any to throw out the, re the reminder mention. Everybody does have one reroll that you can use at some point during this whole game. It doesn't refresh. You're not going to get it back at any point, but you do have one free uh, point of inspiration that you can use as a reroll. I'm not saying you should use it here because this is kind of a low stakes moment, but I, I feel like I should throw out that reminder. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to cool. do it here. <laughs> okay. Um, so, so, so how do you try and like motivate Carmen? Just, you, you don't have to give like a full speech, but just kind of what's kind of the gesture you're making. Well, I'm trying to make the point of, uh, you know, we, 
we won't uh, get anywhere if we stay here and uh, we really have to go on and maybe find the source of, of this uh, probably gareth and we're probably in his house so you know uh, let's continue and let's see where we go That's actually like super compelling. So, um, Carmen will be like, "Oh, um, I, I guess I didn't think. You think you think we can just fix this? Like it can just go back to normal? Do you think we that can happen?" Well, I, I, I'm not sure. I know as much about it as you do at this point, but we we won't find out more if we stay here. So yeah, we have to just go on and find something that can help us? I guess that makes sense. You you knew him better than than most of us. Is, is this does this seem like something that he would do? This is this is crazy. Yeah, this is far beyond the the, the uh, experiences I have uh, had with him, but uh, well, I'd I'd hope so. <laughs> but yeah, the <laughs> The toy things uh, isn't entirely new. Uh, he and I made characters which could have been used for toys, kind of like me, I suppose. But that's nothing like what what this is. Uh, we've I've never been a toy before. Yeah, me neither. Oh, I guess I guess you're right. We can't do anything sitting here. All right. Okay, she'll get up. Okay. Thank you for listening. This is the end of episode one of Toy Chest Troubles. Stay tuned for episode two for our very first combat.